Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self Made Podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Turcha, and this is where we talk all things health, wellness, lifestyle, business, and mindset. Hi guys, welcome back, or if you're new here, welcome. Um, I am so excited for today's episode. It's going to be a solo episode, so just you and I sitting down and chatting. So honestly, all week I was kind of unsure about what I wanted to talk about. I had a few different ideas um, because one thing I really like to do is really just like take a moment, reflect on my week, and talk about kind of what I'm learning this week, what I learned, kind of what I'm going through because it's very like new relevant like authentic in my life and it wasn't until i opened up tiktok because i had a few ideas like i had they're very different um but i opened up tiktok and you guys know how your for you page is very curated to like your life in that moment and i was like huh there was one about relationships i'm like this is this is what i need to talk about and then i made so many different ties to um the sermon from today at church um and a lot of things just started coming to me and i started writing down notes and i'm just so excited to talk about this because Wow, honestly, and like me just recently moving to the Phoenix area, I'm kind of dating, I'm going on dates. I'll tell you guys about it in the episode. I've been on two dates. <laughs> They've not been successful, but that doesn't mean that they were, um, you know, like pointless. Like I learned a lot from them and I'm glad I went on these dates. Um, but yeah, so it's gonna be a juicy up. But even like with my friends just visiting, we were really talking a lot about like dating relationships my one of my best friends kayla elledge she's married so she has a lot of insight and wisdom on the topic and then there's taylor and i who both have been single for over like a year and a half pushing two years her longer and so we're in very different like eras of that but we just had the most wholesome conversations and really talked about like the different seasons of your life and the dating season is really exciting it's really fun um and honestly like i said i've been single since like the beginning of 2022 so we're going on two years and i was in a long-term relationship like six years and i thought i knew everything about relationships you know but i didn't know a single thing i didn't even know anything about myself um and it's funny because in the past year and a half i haven't really dated much i wouldn't really consider myself dating like i had talked to a few different guys like spent some time with some guys but like nothing really ever went anywhere like i would say the max it would last is like three months um and a whole like honestly there was like a situation ship i would consider it within the midst of that and it was a little discouraging just because i'm like i thought this was going to be fun i thought this was going to be exciting but then i really reflected this past week and i'm like chloe you weren't really dating like i never went out like on a first date with a guy i have never been besides gym dates and those are still like the only two dates that i went on here in arizona but I wasn't like actively looking for anything back in Iowa. I think it was just coincidental. I would start talking to a guy and it wasn't really with the end goal to be like in a relationship. I think we just kind of hit it off and then we would start talking and then then that's kind of when emotions would start flowing. And I don't think that approach is bad necessarily. I felt very like natural in a sense. Um, but when I was doing that, I felt like I was really beginning to kind of bend and tweak and looked past a lot of the morals and values that I had set for like my future boyfriend or husband because I'm dating for marriage. I don't really just want to date around. I think it's important to like go on dates and meet different people and you do learn a lot. Like I've learned a ton just based on the two dates I've been on from what I'm looking for and what I'm not looking for. But um I just I date with intent and so I don't really I don't now looking back I didn't do that. I wasn't I didn't have that and I think one thing it's hard 
at least from my hometown, I was dating people that I had like grown up with, I had known or I had mutual friends who had dated them and it was just really complicated, I would say. Like it wasn't really a fresh start. So when I got to Arizona, I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's all fresh, it's all new. And I was so excited. But like also it's so intimidating and scary, but exciting. Like it's just such a mix of emotions. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's just a completely different position that I'm in now being in Arizona and not knowing anyone in the dating pool is just so much bigger as well. Um, but back in Iowa, I'm glad I guess that I experienced that because I did learn so much and it's like, I don't have anything against dating people that I maybe necessarily like know from my hometown or do have mutual friends. Like that's fine, but it's just, I have a new, like, I guess vision and like understanding on relationships now that I've dated or went on dates, I guess, with like complete strangers, practically a blind date. Um, because I did, I did, I talked about this on an episode of Taylor. We downloaded Hinge probably like, I don't even know, six months ago, maybe, maybe not even, I don't know. It was kind of a blur, but a while ago. Um, and I had it back in Iowa and that was just like a no, like I really hadn't met anyone. Like there was not even a first date. There was not really much interest on there. And it was honestly discouraging. So I'm like, there is no one in Iowa for me, which that's just like, not I shouldn't have like thought that or said that because I'm sure there are people but I do believe my person's out there somewhere and I do believe in like true love and like love at first sight I'm like kind of like a hopeless romantic in a sense but also I put a lot of my faith and relationship with God into like dating and relationships now and that's honestly taken a lot of like stress and anxiety and the unknown away from that because I know when my time to come will come um but even like looking back on like past relationships and stuff it's it's kind of, I don't know, I'm at peace with every relationship I've ever been in because I've learned a lot. And I think that every person that I have been with in the past, like they served me, we served each other. And then it came to an end. Like, fortunately, I haven't been through like just terrible heartbreak. And like, I've never been like cheated on or I've never been, um, I've really never been even heartbroken too much. I would say a little bit, like, you know, you catch feelings and then it doesn't work out and you get sad and stuff. But that I'll talk more on that in a little bit, just about your self-love. And I, I, that's going to hold another discussion we'll chat. But anyway, um, I'm digressing and I'm losing my train of thought. But back to what I was saying, I think in the season of dating, it is really important before you put yourself in that season and start dating to kind of really heal through all of your past relationships and really sit and like try to understand everything that you gained and learned from those and put that towards your next, I guess even like standards and values that you're looking for in a guy um, because they can change. It always can change. And um, yeah, but one thing I just had noticed in the past was I was bending a lot of those rules just based on if like a guy popped into my life and I found them attractive or we had common interests. It was like, oh my gosh, finally, like a prospect. And then I would just jump onto it and I would really, um, I would change what I was looking for to fit them better and that's just the wrong thing to do i i do truly believe that i will meet the person and not they're not necessarily going to check every single box off my list but like there's certain things that shouldn't bend like morals that shouldn't that they they i want them to have that box checked you know what i'm saying and they're all about very it's who they are it's their it is it's it's who they are nothing about like what they look like or their job or their career you know what i'm saying it's it's if they have a relationship with christ and they have a really like they have faith and it i one of my like recent dates here um was a guy with a different um like religious background we, he wasn't christian and 
at first I was like, you know what, that can work. But then I was kind of like, you know what, my Christianity is so such a huge part of me. And I felt like I was bending that to fit his because he was um, just, it's, his religion has a lot of rules and a lot of different things that I'm like, I'm not going to change who I am and my beliefs just to fit this guy. And so I was like, it's a no, like that's just unfortunate. And he was great. But that was one of the reasons that I was like, I'm going to be very confident and I'm not going to bend. I'm not going to bend my like belief in God and my like morals and that kind of stuff for a man. So I guess that is like something that will be on like my checklist is like Christian. They don't need to be like, I'm, I'm pretty much, I was born and raised Catholic, but I would say I'm like non-denominational now um more so but um i just want them to be at least christian this guy wasn't even christian which is like good for him like he can do whatever he wants but like i said you know just not necessarily my person just because you have to think futuristically like i was like how would you raise me i literally think like so far ahead before i even get into it because it's like why would i get into something and then think about these things and waste time and waste his time and all of that but i was like how would we raise our kids and family and have a wedding like all of those things are based on my faith. I'm like, I want to be able to raise my kids in a household where we all equally can like have that relationship with Christ and go to church on Sundays together and like have those conversations. And you know what I'm saying? So that was one thing. That's like a prime example of something that I will not bend. Uh, But then other things are even just like people's habits and stuff. It's like, I've said this before, I'll date a guy who drinks alcohol, but I'm not going to date like a, an avid partier. And it is hard in like the early twenties because people are still kind of, especially guys, I feel like they kind of mature out of that like party scene later than girls do maybe. Um, but like, that's just not me. And like, I'm not going to put myself into a position where I'm dealing with that because it's, I know it's only going to cause probably issues. It's not going to be fun for him or I, because I don't want my future boyfriend to be like, Oh, I can't go out tonight. My, my girlfriend, Chloe doesn't like, she's not going out. Like there's a healthy balance like we were talking me kayla and taylor were talking last weekend um it was a sunday and the like sports bars were like popping in scottsdale and i'm like you know what like that's fun though it's nfl sunday like if i have a boyfriend i would be happy he went out and like hung out with his buddies on a sunday afternoon you know of course not to church or something but like go watch a football game like that's fine but i don't want a guy who's out there like literally hardcore clubbing thursday friday saturday night like there's a balance and that there's a fine line so that's one that it's like it's not necessarily a whole box you have to check, but it's like a conversation I'm going to have to have or an understanding I'm going to have to have of like their level um, and their, I guess, like, um, what's the word? But just like how often they're drinking and partying and doing all of that. And like, for me, like weed and drugs and all that kind of stuff is like a no, like that's a turnoff. That's just something that's a no for me. And that's more of a certain checked box like if a guy's over here doing like hardcore drugs absolutely not that's just i'm not gonna waste my time because i'm not gonna put myself into a position to be around that kind of stuff either so it's like some people may feel that's like judgmental or kind of like hard but again like that's my the lifestyle that i live now i'm not gonna bend that and fix that because i'm so 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 happy with who i am and where i'm at in life that it's like it's gonna take a lot for me to like i guess necessarily find a guy who i think essentially I want a man in my life who's gonna like amplify it and make my life better and make me better it's not supposed to like hinder any part of me you know I want them to like grab different parts of me and like I'm such a visual person I I really should start recording my podcast so you guys can see it but like in my head just kind of like flourishing those good qualities of me and then also help to like maybe my because I have bad qualities as well and like I I think part of relationship is to like help people where they necessarily might lack you know like they can help me 
in areas that I struggle and make me a better person in those areas or make me even like aware of those things that I lack or that aren't (laughs) great about me. Um, And I think that's a cool part of relationships. And that can even go with friendships as well. Like my friends teach me so much and we have really, really, really good conversations and they talk about and they'll, I just like the reason I have the friends that I have is because they're blunt and they're honest and they're open and we can have those hard conversations about like, if I do or say something, Taylor will call me out on it and vice versa. Or we'll be like, hey, Chloe, like, listen to yourself. Like, do you hear yourself? And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I just think having that is really cool and having really great girlfriends in my life and people in my life also raises the bar and standards for like my future boyfriend husband because I know how great of girls I've attracted into my life. So it's like, I know I can find a man as well. But wow, that was just kind of like the introduction of me and what I wanted to talk about. I haven't even gotten to the notes that I have written for this episode. But let's just say dating in a new city, though, it is really scary because I don't even know. I just, I'll be on Hinge and it's just, I don't know how I feel about Hinge yet. Like I was kind of a believer, like, oh, dating apps can work. I didn't, at first, initially, like months ago, I thought it was so embarrassing and so crazy. And now I've been on it and I'm like, honestly, everybody's on Hinge who's like in their early 20s because it is hard to meet people, especially me who doesn't have coworkers and I don't have a ton of girlfriends around here yet where I can like, you know, meet people through people. It's a lot of just like putting myself out there. And I feel like dating apps, it's cool that in modern age, we have that like accessibility and networking ability to like meet people through an app. But, um, I don't know. It's a little weird just because you don't truly know someone. Like it's really just based on a few things. But I think it's cool too because I like opening up somebody's profile and you can see a lot of those like boxes. It's like it tells you what they're looking for. If they're like looking for short-term, long-term life partner, if they're they drink, if they take drugs, if they smoke, anything like that, you can see right away. If they're Christian, it's usually on there. If they're Christian, pretty much I feel like people post that because it's a big part of who they are. That's like I love that. And then even just the little things on there, like you can learn, I would say, surface level things that are kind of like a make or break right off the bat. But then it is hard after that because it's like they are so complete stranger and you do have to get to know them and stuff. And I, you guys, these dating stories are so funny. Like I'm just going to talk briefly on one. I don't want to get into too many details, but it was probably the most hilarious yet traumatizing like first day of my life. So, but I, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a believer that everything happens for a reason. I'm so glad I did this because I feel like I can handle anything now. So there was this guy that I met on Hinge. I was on like Mesa... Arizona like area hinge um before I moved down here when I was still living in Iowa and this guy like matched with me and I, a lot of things about his profile attracted me like he wanted to kind of like build an empire with like his girl and this and that and he was like active and in the gym and he was a trainer and I'm like we had a lot of similarities um but the thing is <laughs> some people's pages show their instagrams and some don't okay I like I, I'm not gonna lie I don't have mine on there because I don't want anyone to like find my page and then like me for like clout or something like that that's like another hard thing I have to kind of learn to navigate in dating because I don't want to be used like that but um this guy didn't have his on there and so he messaged me asked me out and I was like well actually I'm not in Iowa yet so (laughs) so I kind of we were texting back and forth like phone number to phone number not like snapchat and um I honestly really just like wasn't too interested. Like I'd respond like the next day or two days later. Like I'm a bad texture in general, but like I really didn't like see this going anywhere. And I should have noticed right off the bat, he kind of got defensive and there was something he said and it was kind of just like off-putting the way he worded something when I said like I wasn't in Iowa. Like he was like mad that I was like in the Arizona 
hinge while still being an eye. I'm like, dude, I literally moved there in like a week and a half. And come to find out a lot of people do that. Like that's a normal thing. Like I've met a ton of guys on here who are like, oh, I'm moving to the area next week or next month. Anyway. So if you girls do that, it's okay to do that. But it was off-putting. There's a lot of things that were off-putting about this guy. But anyway, um, I get down to Arizona. And again, like we hadn't talked in a while, probably like a month. I forgot about this man. And all of a sudden, I opened my TikTok. And it said this guy liked a bunch of my TikToks. And it said like, you know when it tells you like from your contacts? Like it was literally, I saw it. And like I popped up probably because he has my number and like TikTok's linked to your phone number and stuff. And so it popped up specifically in my notifications, like on a separate line telling me that like one of your friends liked your thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's this guy. So I click on his TikToks. I'm like, let's see what he's about. Boom, has a podcast. I'm like, oh my God, got so excited. So I texted him and I was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, you have a podcast? Like, what else do I not know about you? Lesson number one, you guys, watch the podcast, listen to the podcast. If a guy you're gonna date has a freaking podcast, because <laughs> I failed to do that. I failed to do that. Don't even ask me why. I was shopping in Ikea with my mom at the time and my grandma. And so I was like, not even really focused. I was doing this so quickly. I didn't take the time to look. And I just like scanned it really fast, texted him. Anyway, we got texting again, a little more off-putting things. Kind of like, oh, like you're, it was kind of the vibe of like, oh, you're interested now. Like I kind of got the vibe you weren't interested. Like, why should I believe that you're interested now? And I'm like, dude, I was so busy, like moving. Like I was distracted. I shouldn't have even been on Hinge at the time because I had so many other things to focus on. That's what I was pretty much saying. Anyway, he tried to set something up a few times and I was like always busy. And honestly, I had never been on like a first date with a stranger. So I was like so scared because this is like an actual absolute stranger. Everybody else that I've ever like went on dates with back home in Iowa, like I known of them or I knew friends through friends, like this guy I know nothing about. Um, anyway, you know me, I start like investigating his TikTok and I'm like, oh my God, like just not the vibe, not my vibe. Like, no, it was just a no. And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is such a bad idea. But he was so persistent because he was like, let's do a gym date. And he's like, I feel like that's something because I think he asked like for like dinner or something like what I would like doing. He's like, I feel like the gym would be your vibe. Um, and he wanted to like make me comfortable or something like that. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely like a gym date over a dinner date. Like a dinner date is just not me. I love being in the gym. I'm comfortable there. That's why I like going there. Um, and it keeps you busy. Like you can be distracted. You're like doing something, talk a little bit, but like also it's like two birds, one stone, boom. And so, oh boy. So he was pretty persistent. Like I like was honestly busy for a while. And then one day he's like, how about, how does today work? And I was like, honestly, sure. It was a Sunday. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go on this date because I met a friend. We were chatting, my friend here in Arizona. And she's like, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like, you're only going to learn something from this. Like, just go on. If it doesn't work out, like, it's not like you, you don't have to go on a second date. Like, you don't have any ties to this man, any connections. I'm like, you know what? You're right. And I was feeling very, I don't know, spontaneous, let's say, hopeful. So I go on this date, you guys. And like, I should have just turned around and left the second this happened. I think this was God's way of being like, no, 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 no. And things kept happening. <laughs> but it's so funny to look back on. And these, this is just hilarious. So I meet him at his gym. I was just going to get a day pass. And I was walking in. I'm like, you guys, a day pass? Like, that's embarrassing to do all the signing up stuff in front of a person you don't know. So I texted him and I beat him there by like a few minutes. And he was like, no, just wait in the parking lot and I'll go in with you. I'm like, shoot. Like, I honestly wanted to go and get my day pass and get that over with without him standing over my shoulder. 
And so I waited though, and he texted me and he's like, here, walking in now. So I start walking to the gym. I don't see this man in the parking lot. It's a pretty big parking lot, but I'm like, where is he? So I keep walking in. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this as my time to go get this freaking day pass before he walks in. So I go up to the front desk and I'm like trying to speed up through the process. I'm like grabbing my wallet out of my bag, searching for my wallet, I should say. And I'm not finding it. And I'm like, oh my God, I literally know I packed it because me and Jake were making a comment about my wallet before I left the house. Like I knew I put it in my bag. Couldn't find it anywhere, couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm like, oh my God, like you need your ID and you need your credit card to buy a day pass. I worked at a gym, I know how this goes. And so I'm like panicking internally. I'm like, this is so terrible. And then meanwhile, I'm like at the front, the like customer service sales rep guy pulls me over to his desk because he's like trying to sell me on a freaking membership. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I just want to spend the $20 and buy a freaking day pass. And he was trying to sign me up. I'm like, no, I'll literally just spend all the money. Like I don't want a nine cents down payment for a $27 a month membership. I'm like, just literally just give me the day pass. I'm looking for my wallet. I'm texting my brother. I'm like, is it on the counter? I'm like freaking out. Meanwhile, I'm at this desk and I text the guy that I'm supposed to be meeting there. I'm like, Hey, like he's pulling me over to his desk, whatever. And so I turn around, I see him walk in and I like have to wave him over. Cause I'm like, I don't have my wallet. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have money. I don't have anything. And I'm like, come here. And I kind of give him a look and he's like, what? And he walks over. I'm like, I don't have my wallet. This is the first thing I say to this man in person. I'm like, I don't have my wallet. And he's like, what? You need money? And I was like, mm-hmm. And my ID that I don't have. And I look at the guy and thank God, thank God this guy I'm on a date with used to work at the gym and knew the sales rep. And so the guy who works at the gym right now looks at me. He's like, oh, you're with him? And the guy's like, yeah, she's with me. And I was like, oh my God. So thank God they just let me into the freaking gym. But I'm like, honestly, any other situation that could have been terrible. But I'm like, okay, we're just going to like lightheartedly make it a joke, laugh about it, move on. That's funny. It, that would happen to me, but that's funny. So whatever, get into the gym. We're walking and we go to the locker room. He's like, okay, I'm going to go to the locker room. I'll meet you out here. I'm like, okay, same. I thought he meant, you know, by the water fountain. So I walk out, I go pee, search my bag high and low one more time to make sure my wallet isn't in there. Cause then now I'm panicking, like where the heck is my wallet that has like my life in it. And so I walk out and I'm like, where is he? I've been standing with his freaking drinking fountain for like five or 10 minutes. I'm like literally scrolling on TikTok. I'm like, where is he? Cause I can see most of the gym from my view, but like I turn the corner and there was like a turf section. And after literally 10 minutes, I'm like, what is he doing in there? Like, like what is going on? I'm like, maybe he's over here. I turn the corner. He's literally sitting on the turf, massage gunning his leg. I'm like, oh, oh my God. That is, I literally look at him like, I'm like, I thought we were meeting over here. And he's like, I was wondering where you were. Like, I'm like, I was wondering where you, what you were doing. I'm like, what the heck? Anyway, I was like, great. Two freaking things right off the bat. And then it just honestly, it was interesting. Cause then after that, like we, he starts telling me how he doesn't like doing gym dates because he, the gym's like his, his place and his, he can get into his groove here and all this. And I'm like, great. You're literally telling me that this is like your least favorite type of day to be on, but I'm on it with you. Like red flag that's just like a no like why would you say that and like again i'm like is he trying to like assert dominance i don't understand what's going on but he told me about how like a past gym date he went on was like terrible because she couldn't keep up and it like killed his vibe in the gym and i was like oh my god so then we start and we're hitting back you guys i haven't hit upper body keep in mind for like three months i'm like this is gonna be so fun so we start with pull-ups and i literally think he did this to test me now i'm like convinced because I'm like i know a lot of girls can't really do pull-ups they're hard to do and so we do pull-ups and I hop up there and I rep out my pull-ups kind of like, yeah, like a new pull-up. He doesn't make a comment on it. Keep in mind. It's just kind of like, oh, like expected me to be able to do it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. like most guys should be hyping you up or say something. I don't know. Anyway, though, before that, keep in mind, we're over there. And when I work out with friends, I don't listen to music. I chat with them. 
No, this man, we set our bags down. He grabs his AirPods. And I'm like, oh, oh, we're doing, okay. That's what we're doing. We're putting our music in. Okay. Like he said he wanted to get in his zone. I guess he wasn't kidding. So whatever. He puts his AirPods in. And I feel like if this hadn't been a first date, I would not care. But I'm like, how are you supposed to get to know somebody when you're not going to like noise canceling AirPods? You're joking. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Maybe this will make it go by faster. So I put my AirPods in. They are freaking dead. My AirPods are dead. I'm like, you're kidding. I'm like, God, this is three, like three strikes. I'm out. I wanted to just turn out, turn around and walk out of the gym at that moment. Anyway, I literally worked out the entire like hour and a half with no music, just silent AirPods. I'm like, this is awesome. But I'm like still just being me and I'm just talking between sets randomly, whatever. Half the time I would go to say something to him and his freaking AirPods were in and he didn't even hear me. I'm like, I literally want to just give up in the moment. I'm like, this is so annoying. But then it was really funny because then throughout the day, he was like dropping subtle hints about how he wanted to start running. And I was like talking about running. I'm like, at least we have something we can talk about. And so we're talking about running. And I'm like, yeah, I love running. And da 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 da. And I went on a hike that morning before. And he was saying how he hated hiking because he could get hurt and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh. And one thing, ladies and gentlemen, if somebody says they don't enjoy something, don't try to fit their like perfect little interest bubble. You know what I'm saying? Like, because he hated hiking, I didn't want to be like, oh, I, I don't like it either. I literally look at him, I'm like, oh, I love it. Like, I love being outside, I love training outside. Hiking's so fun, I love being in nature. Like, it's hot right now in Arizona, but like, it's beautiful and I do it anyways because I love it that much. I'm sitting here hyping up that, hyping up running. He's trying to hype up running too, I'm like, whatever. And then he starts talking about how he's gonna start waking up early. I'm like, I know you follow me on Instagram, I know you know that's like my thing. I feel like that's a common understanding of me is I like my early mornings. And I think that's literally in my hinge as I wake up early. It is because one of my prompts is like my best friends, like Taylor wrote it about me. And it, the first line is she wakes up early as shit. So I'm like, okay, is he just trying to like fit my mold? I'm like, what's going on here? Cause he, I know he's not like an early morning person. And so we're talking, we're talking more and the date's going on and it's going fine. Like he's, he's, he's nice. He's sweet. We're talking a little bit. And then like, oh, thank God, this, I just have to let you guys know. It was so cute. Probably like 45 minutes into the workout, this guy walks into the gym and comes up to me and he's like, are you Chloe? I was like, yeah, he found my wallet in the parking lot. Bless his freaking heart. He made my whole day. He's like, did you drive the Range Rover? I was like, yeah, he goes, I found this right, like right outside of your door. And I was like, oh my God. So it literally fell out of my gym bag the second I got out of my car. And I'm like, Lord help me. I'm like, God is just being like, here is your wallet. But that was like, try to be less than Chloe. So anyway. I ended up making friends with that guy and following him on Instagram. He was so cute and fun. And yeah, anyway, um, not cute and fun. Like this guy was like super gay, which I love. Like nothing again. Like I just, like, I wasn't going to go date with this guy while I'm on a date with another guy. I just want to preface that. But this guy is so cool. Anyway, so we're wrapping up the date. We're rolling out. We're doing core and stuff. And then you guys, I just have to tell you these details because it's so funny in my dating life. Like this is, this is literally what happened. So we're sitting there and um he's talking about how he needs to go get his protein in and i'm sitting here i'm like i know this guy this guy's an ex-athlete like he played college sports said he played pro but i don't think he did we me and my brother looked it up i'm pretty sure he wasn't in the pros so like lesson don't say something that you didn't do like don't lie about something it, that's just weird because then it happened to another guy i met on hinge he said he played for some team and like he did not and it was just it was weird anyway anyway um He's like, oh, I need to go and get some protein in. I'm like, I didn't know if he was trying to hint out, like, do you want to go get food? Or he's just trying to impress me that he was going to go eat protein. But I'm like, dude, I've been going to the gym for six years. All my friends are gym rats. Like, I, I'm honestly not impressed at all that you're going to go home and make protein. But then, 
I'm sitting here and I just start asking questions. I'm like, oh, like what kind of protein do you eat? You guys, this man literally says chicken. I'm like, that is the most basic. Like I don't actually eat a lot of protein and know much about like eating right. But like I, I eat protein chicken. I look at him, I go, oh, I go, I don't honestly, I don't really eat chicken too often. I'm like, I'm kind of into like ground turkey right now. And he goes, oh, I don't eat ground turkey. He's like, you have to eat a lot of that to get your protein in. And I literally look at him and I was like, what? I'm like, uh, one serve, like, what are you talking about? I'm like, this man does not, this man doesn't know what he's talking about. But I just like laugh it off. <laughs> I keep walking. We get to the parking lot. And this man literally, get, we walk to my car or I'm walking to my car and we stop and we're just chatting a little bit. Oh, and oh yeah, so I was after the protein thing. And then he, he goes, what car is yours? First off, why do you care? Why do you care what car is mine? Um, because we were standing in front of this like little, honestly, it was kind of like a beater car. And I didn't know if he thought that was mine. But I didn't give a shit if he thought that was mine. And I'm like, I look at him. I go, that one. I put to it. I go, the only one with an Iowa license plate probably in the whole parking lot. Like I have my Iowa plates on my car. And he goes, oh, you drive a Range Rover? And then he starts giving me shit for driving a Range Rover. And I'm sitting here defending myself. I'm like, oh, I love my car. And he goes, those are so unreliable. I'm like, well, it's, I, I get around just fine. I'm like, gets me from point A to point B. And I'm like, what are you saying? I'm like, I would never sit there and like bash on anyone's car. I'm like, so is that like an insecurity of his? That I don't even know what he drove because he parked in the way, way, way back lot. Like I was like probably three fourths of the way through the parking lot. He, I kind of like looked to see where he was going. And he kept walking south. So I'm like, his car is way back there. No idea what he drives. But then he had to tell me that his mom drives a Range Rover and it had so many issues. And I was like, all right, I don't know you. Like, maybe that's the thing, like, a boyfriend would tell me when I'm looking for cars, like, oh, maybe don't get a Range Rover. They have issues. But this man straight up was like shitting on my car. And I was like, oh my God. Like, literally, I need to get home. And then as we're walking away, he goes, I think I might go on a hike tomorrow. I literally look at him, I go, I thought you hated hiking. And he just laughs and then walks away. Are you joking? That was my first date. And there's probably other things I'm forgetting, but those were the main points that I was like, Lord help me. But it was, I was proud of myself though, because I really didn't like waver any of like who I was like lost my wallet, laughed about it, whatever. Talked about running, talked about how, I don't know. We talked about my brother and we talked about, I was telling him like about school and college and work. And like, we were talking about a lot of things, but I was just being genuinely blunt and honest. Um, it was one heck of a first date. So that's my first date story. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, taught me a lot though. Cause I'm like, there was a million red flags and I have not talked to him since. If you guys were wondering, that went absolutely nowhere. Thank God. Um, but then I went on another second date and that was about the guy it was just like a different religion. And that was just like something that was hard for me to like, kind of, I guess, get past. Like, I just realized how important that is to me. Cause I gave it a shot and I'm like, I just don't think, I think I need someone who, also has like similar beliefs you know anyway um those are my first two dates really great um and i just told you guys all my juicy details so if you listen to the pod you're welcome because <laughs> i don't tell a lot of people insider dating info and i'm not going to make this a podcast about dating but that's just so funny and i just had to share but let's get more into the stuff that i was writing about this is gonna be a long ad so my take on ghosting Okay, so this is hard because essentially me and this guy kind of ghosted each other. I haven't heard from him, but I had no intentions of also reaching out. So we kind of ghosted each other, which I like because then it's like, I don't think anyone's probably bothered or hurt by it. <laughs> um, but ghosting can be so hard when you are ghosted. And I'm not going to lie. I've like, I've been the one to kind of ghost too. And that was because I think I was too immature to like handle and converse, like communicate with somebody about like where my head was at, you know, but it's like, 
I honestly have such an issue and I struggle with like, like hurting people's feelings because I was a very, very hypersensitive kid growing up. Like you could literally say anything to me. My feelings would be hurt. Like I am so sensitive. So I have a hard time telling people things that maybe they don't necessarily want to hear. Like if I'm really close to you, I can, but like to people I don't necessarily like tell my whole life to, it's a struggle. So ghosting or like ending things with like someone new is so hard. Cause it's like, how do you do that politely? Like I just, I'm still working through that. That's like a hard thing for me. Um, but also ghosting, like getting ghosted, it hurts. Cause it's like, it leaves you with so many questions. So it's just such a terrible thing to do to anyone just because it's easier to like understand process. They can learn from it. You can learn from it. You move on, you get over it. I feel like there's not a lot of healing involved when you ghost because it just leaves so many things up in the air. But again, I'm guilty of it. I really am. And that is something that's like one of the major things I have to work on is just learning how to communicate my emotions and feelings and thoughts with the male species, but it's just not fun. Um, but another thing to keep in mind, if you have been ghosted, because I feel like everyone probably has at some point is it's not rejection. It's God's redirection. And I will say that until the day I die, like I would get that tattooed on me because it's, I've talked about it so many times on my podcast, but it's like something I really truly like wholeheartedly believe in and live by. And it's like, sometimes us as humans, we can't like step away from something. We have a hard time stepping away. So God has to remove it from our lives and take it away. And so sometimes he has to do that through other people and like cause them to just ghost you and cut it off because if you if they don't do it, you're probably never going to step away. And it's just redirecting you for something better. But that even goes in terms of like work and careers and other things, not just relationships. But when something doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world. It's because there's something better around the corner. You just have to trust in that and put your faith in to that. So remember that if you're struggling with that idea of being ghosted. Um, but when you are ghosted, you guys do not question yourself. Do not sit there and pick yourself apart and be like, why am I not good enough? Why doesn't he like me? Where am I lacking? Um, don't try to fix it and text them or reach out again and again and like, like their stories and get their attention. Like if it was meant to be, it would be like, it's not going to pass you by. And it's as simple as that. It's just not meant to be. And that is just, it's, it's hard. I understand. It's so hard to like understand that and actually commit to that and kind of convince yourself of it, but maybe a little bit, you just have to be delusional for a minute until you kind of like can get over it initially. But it's like, I have such an easy time, I guess, like ending things with certain people just because it's like, all right, that just wasn't it. Um, and I just have an understanding that like I put all my faith into God and who he puts into my life. So I'm like, if it didn't work out, it wasn't meant to work out. I'm not going to force anything. I feel like it should feel so effortless to like meet someone and it should work out. It should be so easy. Not, not easy. There's going to be difficulties in relationships, but it should be like seamless. And it shouldn't be like you're sitting here bending over backwards and stressing and having all of these like negative feelings, thoughts, and emotions like tied into a person. Cause that's not right. So if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And it's like, that's just not your person. So for me, it's really easy to move on. And I didn't always used to be that though. Like I used to get really attached really quick and I still get attached pretty quick. I would say like, I'm kind of quick to open up to people. I think, cause I can open up on social media so well, like I could sit and like pour everything out to a person I barely know, which probably isn't necessarily a good thing. And I shouldn't do that to just complete strangers, <laughs> but, um, that's just how I am. I like, I like deep, deep, meaningful conversations. I don't like surface level, small talk. I hate that. So I kind of jump straight to it. And that's just me. Mm, again, not saying that's good or bad, or you should do that or you shouldn't do that. But for me, maybe I should slow it down a bit. Um, I don't know, but, um, I just think it's so important to you guys to just like, 
this is so cliche. Everyone says this, but don't settle. And I'm saying that as someone who is single still, like I haven't met my person, but like I refuse to settle because I do truly believe what is meant for you will not pass you by. Um, everyone in my life, I, I genuinely have such a core, amazing group of people in my life right now. And it's like, I understand. I know that what's meant for me will not pass me by because these people in my life haven't passed me by other people have and i've learned from it and it's okay and i've like come to an understanding with that and i have a lot of closure with those like relationships and stuff because again some people are not meant to be in your life forever and they're like seasonal and they're there to help grow you to a point but then you can't fulfill each other anymore like you serve each other and then it's over and that's something to just let go of and it's it's taken me a long time to understand that and to learn that but it's so true so again, if you date a guy for a couple years and then it comes to an end and you're devastated, like you wasted all that time, I don't believe you wasted any time. I think you learn from it and um, there's always something you can take from it. So I guess just having that mindset is really, it can be really impactful and important. Um, but another thing with relationships too that I've kind of learned recently is like, and a lot of people say this, but it's like it, they typically come to you when you're not even looking for them. And I've, I've found that even too in friendships, um, especially because my best, best, best friends have come to me when I needed them most, but I didn't realize I needed them. I, I wasn't out there looking for a new best friend. I wasn't looking for a new friend. Um, well, when I was here in Arizona, I was kind of looking for friends, but it was kind of at a point where I didn't realize like how bad I needed it. But like when Taylor came into my life, she's my best friend, Taylor Peterson. You guys, if you follow me on anything, you know her. <laughs> um, I talk about her all the time, but like I met her years ago. I met her two and a half years ago, but still like that's pretty recent for how close we are. Like truly, I've never had like a bond with someone the way I have a bond with her. Like she's like, I genuinely feel like she's like my soul sister. Like I, I don't know what I'd do without her. And, um, but we met on such a fluke. I've shared our story on the podcast episode we had together, but like we met on a fluke. I was going to do a gym photo shoot at her cousin's gym and I wasn't out. I had a group of core friends. I had like grown up with, went to high school with, um, I had my boyfriend at the time I was dating him. Like I didn't need, I didn't have time honestly at that point in my life for any other people. And I wasn't out there searching for new friends, but I just felt called to go and do this. And it was very out of my comfort zone. And I went, but me and her like hit it off. And when I say like, I've never clicked with someone so fast, like this too was a point in my life where I was so intimidated by meeting new people. I wasn't very outgoing. I wasn't very confident in myself. Like I was not in a position, I feel like, to go out and meet someone I'd never met before. Like I had known mutual friends who knew her and stuff. So I knew about her, but I literally had never even like communicated with her whatsoever. So, so scared to do that. But like God put her in my life then and then we got, we clicked. We got really, really close. I wouldn't say like super close. Like she was like a friend, but I wouldn't say she was like my very best friend at the time. We just had a lot in common. It was fun. But when, every time we were together, it was so much fun. We would laugh so hard. And I literally remember calling my mom and I'd be like, mom, I've never laughed this much in my life. Like we, everything we did and said was so funny, but I'm like, maybe it's just cause we're like new, still like kind of like building that friendship and like, it's just lighthearted. But like, I can tell you confidently, you guys, we've been best friends for now, what, two and a half years and or two is it two or three maybe it's three years now in like october or i don't know i don't know maybe three years but like we're still like that we still literally do not stop laughing when we're together like it's so much fun it's just genuinely like i cherish our friendship forever me getting to friendships based on relationships but anyway keep stay with me um but i didn't realize i needed her in my life and at that point like god had introduced her and put her into my life when i needed her but then she ended up moving to florida we met in october no we met in june it was like early summer 
And then she moved in October to Florida for a year, you guys, a freaking year. So me and her like stayed in touch a little bit. When she would come home and visit, we would like get together for a workout and stuff. But like I'd never like even been to her. I've been to her house like one time. Like we didn't really hang out outside of the gym too often. Um, but then we really clicked because she came home for the summer because she hated it in Florida. And the last week she was home for some reason, because me and her don't plan. I'm not a planner. So like if you don't reach out to me, make plans with me. I'm honestly probably just like, it's just like a bad thing I'm working on. I'm self-aware about it though, guys. It's good to be aware. Um, and it's something I'm working on. But um, we ended up hanging out every single day the last week she was home. And then she had to move back to Florida from, it was like on my birthday, July 22nd. She went back to Arizona or she went back to Florida through October. And it was just like to finish her leaves. And then she was moving back to Iowa. So we are super, super close. And from then on, we stayed in touch every single day. And that's like truly when our friendship like grew and we became like best friends. Like I told her everything. We talked on the daily, like, you know, when you sent in Snapchat videos to your friends, like about every minor detail of your life, like that's when that started for us. And it has not stopped since. <laughs> so it's been two years of nonstop communication. But um, again, though, it's like, I didn't know I needed her. She moved back from Iowa. And that is when me and her just like clicked. We became best friends. We hung out all the time we started making content together and um going to church together and that's just like god knew i needed her in my life and then from then on it's just like it's been an uphill slope for me like i just i'm so grateful for her and then again it my best my other best friend kayla ellidge who also just came and visited me in arizona we met on a fluke out in la if you guys heard our podcast episode we talk about meeting but like she was with our other friend and they we were supposed to go to the zoo culture like meetup event and she it was pouring down rain and they weren't part of raw gear. So they couldn't get in through the back doors like I could. So they were like, any shot, we can go with you. So we don't have to stand outside in the rain. We met up, we went in there, we clicked instantly. God sent her to me. God knew I needed Kayla in my life. I can promise you that. I so firmly believe that because she's changed my life in so many ways. Um, and ex- especially my faith. Like Taylor and I had together just started going to church uh, probably a month or two prior to meeting Kayla. And now like we are like my faith is probably the biggest part of me now and it's never been this like strong like it's like part of my identity now and before it wasn't honestly and so Kayla is just like such an angel and a blessing in my life but it's like both of those situations you guys I was not out there looking for friends but God put them in my life and it just made sense so that's why I do truly wholeheartedly trust that God will put people in your life when you need them the most and when the like timing is right and again like both of them also needed me you know what I'm saying it was like very mutual um and so I think that's just so cool and I feel like that's how you know it was like sent from God um and then same with my friend I just met here in Arizona like kind of met on a fluke one got her nails done we clicked we hit it off and now again I don't know what I would do without her here because She's just, she's amazing. And she introduced me to my new church. We go hiking together. We do all these really cool things. I'm like, girl, I've known you for a month and we're doing wild, cool things. It's just awesome. But that, those examples are just like foundationally, like what has built my confidence in knowing that God will put the right man into my life when I need them and when the timing is right. And it's like, maybe right now, I'm going to be honest, I feel ready. Like, I feel like I'm ready for a relationship. I'm confident in my friendships. I'm confident in myself. Um, I'm confident in my career. Like all these other things that I put before relationships and knew I needed to figure out before. I feel like I figured out. So I'm like, God, like when is this man going to come into my life? Like I'm out here like looking and looking and searching and searching. And that's it. Like, that's just it. Like I shouldn't be looking. And I'm like, okay, I need to reshift my focus back on myself again because I probably clearly have more work to do on myself. Um, But then again, another thing that I kind of like realized and kind of, 
I don't know, it just kind of like came to me one day. It was like, and I guess Kayla and I and all of us talked about it one day on the way home, but it's like, God isn't going to put people in your life until you both are ready. And I'm like, maybe just because I'm ready doesn't mean, or it like means that maybe the guy who's meant for me isn't ready himself. Like God might not be done with him. God might still be working on him and working through him until he's ready. So it's like, I need to learn patience and I need to learn obedience. And that's really hard. That's so hard to have that patience because it's like, I feel so ready, but it's like, I just trust in God. I trust in timing. And when whoever my future husband is ready, like he'll come into my life. And I do believe in that. And I do trust that. Um, And again, I don't know if it's just going to naturally pop up appear in my life like you have to put yourself out there and like try new things and be willing to like meet up with people and get to know people and stuff but um I just feel like when that happens it'll like I'll have that feeling of like I should go I should try it I should do it um so yeah but again it's just like there was something that our pastor said in the sermon today at church and he said opposition gets hard when opposition gets harder your obedience needs to get deeper so it's like I feel, I'm like, why are all these dates going so poorly? Why can't I meet anyone? It's like, when that gets harder, I need to become more obedient and trust in him more. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. So again, don't bend the rules. Don't bend yourself. Don't bend any of your values or your morals to like try to speed up the process of meeting someone. It's like, it will come when it comes. And I feel like the right person will just so seamlessly and effortlessly like fan into your life. Like it shouldn't be stressful. It should be almost like a peaceful feeling. That's how I felt when I moved to Arizona. That's how I felt meeting the friends I've had and some of like the business things I've done. It's like, I felt very at peace and at ease with my decisions. And that's how you know it's them from God. So keep that in mind. Um, and like I said, your morals, like I get a lot of like part of a relationship is to work together and you grow together and you learn together. Um, and compromise is most definitely a part of relationships and healthy relationships. You're not, you can't be super selfish in a relationship, but it's like some things you there it's okay to not compromise on but like they're probably just not going to be your person so you have to have that like understanding and that fine line of like this is something i can chat about and compromise on but like some things you just don't do it like don't feel like you have to do that um and lastly too just a few other things i guess i have i have a little bit more of this episode we're not done yet but um i feel like one thing i i feel like a lot of you guys will be able to relate to i feel like most of my listeners are females but even if you're guys it's like I know we've all been there and it's where like you start to form your identity and your mood and everything is based on like another person like your mood shifts if you've heard from them if you haven't heard from them like if they're responding fast if they're responding slow like the moment I start my mood starts being affected by another guy uh uh-uh. like that's when I'm like okay no Chloe like you're you're too deep this isn't right like I feel like those feelings of stress and anxiety are not from God. They're truly, I believe, from the devil. <laughs> like you shouldn't feel like that. And so maybe that's just not right for me, not right now. At least like maybe that person later down the road is possibly right for you. I don't know, but it's just like I I still let myself feel my feelings because that's just like kind of healthy. I process them. Like for example, literally yesterday I had those feelings and I was kind of in a crappy mood, but I was like, no, I stopped myself from my tracks by like 11 a.m. and I was like, we are not gonna have a bad day because I'm on open right now. Like that is not gonna happen. So what I did was I took myself to the gym, had a freaking killer workout, went to Costco, got groceries, cleaned my entire apartment, laid in bed, got work done, edited a video, was productive, felt good, got shit done. And I was like, this, this makes me feel good. It got my mind off the boy. And I was like, and today I woke up 
freaking felt like I was like singing in angels and I had Christian music blasting as I got ready for church. I'm in an amazing mood now. I'm going to go crush a leg day. Like today is so much better. I give myself one day to process that. And then it's like, no. And then I move on. I don't know if I'm just like quick to move on. Maybe it'll take you more, but I, I literally like, I kind of have a thing with myself where I just, I give myself a day. And even in that day where I'm kind of like down in the dumps, cause it's, it's, we're human where we have feelings, emotions, thoughts, it's going to happen, but it's like, it's how you react and you kind of rebound from it. I got a great night's sleep and boom today i had a great day and i haven't even checked snapchat or my phone or anything much at all like i've been busy i was at church made pancakes filmed a video and now we're sitting down recording this episode and i feel great but it's like also too those like little things that like tend to like affect your mood you have to be able to like restrain from doing like stop checking your phone or if you're like one of those people who checks like snap scores or snap maps like don't check them. Like put yourself first, be selfish in a sense and be like, I know that my mood is going to be affected based on the results of this, but like, I'm not going to let them have that control over my emotions and my mood and my day. So it's like, you have to put yourself first and not do that. And like with withhold from checking that, or maybe you need to delete Snapchat for the day. Taylor does that sometimes when she gets like getting affected. She's like, I just delete the app. I can't even look. And she goes, then you can be delusional and think they're hitting you up and it just doesn't even affect your mood. Download it back a week later and you probably won't care a week later. So if you need to build in tactics like that, do it because it does work. Um, and then again, another thing that I guess I've realized too is just like, and this is based on kind of what I just said about how you shouldn't let someone else affect you. Um, because if if they are affecting you, like I said, it's not meant for you. What's what's meant for you will not pass you by. If that is passing you by, let it pass you by. Say good freaking bye. Move on to bigger and better things because something better is around the corner, I promise. Um, but then again, too, you probably have like a miss perception of this girl or this guy you probably think you put them on a pedestal when you're first meeting someone you find all the good things about them it's that's human nature to like connect and like find all the positive things but like make sure you're not like misconstruing who they are and like looking past a lot of other things like really deep dive they're probably not that great of a guy like you think they are honestly like especially if they're doing that to you it's like no not your person so just understand your perception might be a little filtered as well when you're going through that so be very honest with yourself and reflect on that too and it might help um and yeah just stop trying to make something work like stop forcing it just kind of allow it to happen um allow it to happen because if it will it will happen and if it won't it won't so i don't know that keeps me pretty peaceful and in my mind at least um and then oh you guys my pastor also said this in church and it just was something i wanted to talk about in this episode as well but it was like don't worry and this this ties into a lot of different aspects in life but i can tie it and like connect it with relationships as well but he said don't worry about being successful worry about being faithful and i was like oh my god i just had one of those moments where i I never pull out my phone i usually bring a journal to church but i forgot it this morning and i wrote it down in my phone like i got my phone out to type that out because i was like holy cow like i'm gonna read it again don't worry about being successful worry about being faithful and to me that means like what i got from that was like i was so fixated on like trying to find a successful relationship with a guy i wasn't worried about being faithful to who i am and god and all of that so it's like i'm putting the success in the relationship second and i'm staying faithful to who i am to god staying obedient and then the relationship will come second and that also too like it can like make sense connecting like that to your career i mean like 
some people are so fixated on being successful, rich, famous, whatever, that they forget about being faithful to God and being true to who they are and what they should be doing um, and living like through him, with him, by him. So just keep that in mind. That was like a one-liner that I was like, I wanted to share that on the episode. And that was another moment too where I'm like, I think I know what I'm going to talk about in this episode. I just didn't know. I wanted to bring that up, but I didn't know how. And then I was thinking about what episode to film and I'm like, or record. And I'm like, that is so perfect. So I want to share that with you guys. Um, But then Oh, to wrap it up, just it was ironic too because I literally made last night while I was like in bed, I was scrolling through TikTok and I came across this sound and it was talking about how like it was a girl speaking and she's like, it's an honor to be with me. Like I'm a great person. Like, and if you can't see that, then like you're not meant for me essentially. And I was like, I just felt really like empowered to like listen to that. And I'm like, she's freaking right. Like you should be so confident in yourself and so you have to love yourself so much before you get into a relationship and think you can like fall in love with somebody else like self-love first you need to put yourself in love yourself first you can't you can't love somebody because you're gonna be pulling other things from them to fill that void inside of you when that's not their responsibility that is your responsibility to learn how to love yourself first and then also too when you love yourself you have higher standards for how someone should love you and you should know what that feels like and looks like so be so in love and confident in like what you bring to the table and who you are as a person inside. Like be so sure of that. And then eventually like a man will see that. And again, like it all just comes with timing and trusting in that. But um, like, sure, we all have things that we can work on. Like I have so many things I know I can still work on. We're not gonna be perfect, but I'm, I'm still, I still know how to love myself properly. And I, I do love myself and I, I do feel confident and I'm, I'm happy with who I am as a person. So it's like, and I'm still working on it. Like I'm not content, but I'm like, I'm happy. And I feel like there's a difference. Um, so yeah, just trusting God's time in you guys. And he will place the people in your life when you need them the most and at the right timing. Um, but just, I don't know, just really like make sure you, I want to just kind of recap the episode and like my biggest advice is to put your faith in relationships and just really try I guess if you're not like religious or whatever but like in the universe or in God or whatever just know that what's meant for you will not pass you by do not bend your rules your morals or values for anybody like don't do that just so you can speed up the process and not be lonely because I promise you, you will feel lonelier being with someone who doesn't make you feel loved. Like you will feel more lonely than you do when you're alone. Um, and I just, I don't know. I just really, I'm glad I got to talk about this episode because this was like probably my longest solo episode ever, but it's so, so prevalent in my life. Like dating is fun. It's scary. It's exciting, but really just enjoy the season of life that you're in. Like if you're single, really truly enjoy being single, take advantage of being single. Because like I said, I don't know if I shared it on here, but it's like the era and the season of being single is like kind of a one. It is a once in a lifetime thing. Like once you find your husband, hopefully, or your wife or whoever you end up marrying, it's like, that's the rest of your life. So it's like such a short percentage of your time that you can like truly be like alone. I think it's really cool to be alone in your twenties because like we're very, more mature and we're more self-aware and we really get to figure out who we are in this point in our life so like take time to do that take time to love yourself and love others um and then when the time is right it will happen but stop putting so much pressure on it and sitting there like looking for it and um yeah just really just love your life and i promise you you'll find you'll find your right person i do believe in love and all of that so anyway i'm gonna wrap up this episode because it's been an hour this was a long one um 
But thank you so freaking much for listening and sharing and just all the support on this podcast. It means the world. I hope something I said stuck with you or resonated with you or could help because that's why I do this podcast is just to help you guys. Um, And yeah, so we will chat later. Bye guys.